With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. I am Andrew Downs coming to you on a Friday night, a snowy Friday night in the state of Iowa, but a happy Friday night nonetheless as Iowa gets a 67-49 home win over the number 12 Maryland Terrapins. A huge, huge win for this Iowa team protecting home court after you lose on the road. A couple of tough road games, especially after that stinker in Lincoln on Tuesday night, the loss at Nebraska, and and it's tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. Iowa learned that earlier this week. Maryland learned it tonight again, 67-49 Iowa with a really, really big win, a really nice win. Uh, A small crowd at Carver-Hawkeye Arena as a lot of people didn't make the trip over, uh, certainly from central Iowa, probably not from the eastern part of the state either, uh, to, to Iowa City in the snow, but that didn't matter. As Joe Wieskamp went for 26 points, and 11 rebounds, a double-double for him. Luka Garza, 21-13, and 13, a ho-hum, just another double-double for the best player in the Big Ten at this point. Uh, Wieskamp, 5 of 9 from 3. He really, you know, halfway through the first half, maybe not quite halfway. I think I saw this stat during the telecast. Seven minutes in, he hadn't scored, and, and I started to think, man, he needs to get more aggressive. Uh, he's... When I was going to be shorthanded, as as it seems like they're going to be for a long time, and we'll get to that in a little bit, Wieskamp really needs to step up. He needs to be the leader on this team. Uh, Luka Garza may be the leading scorer, but Wieskamp needs to be able to make teams pay for double, triple teaming Garza inside and focusing on him. And, and Wheezy was able to do that tonight. I hesitate to call him Wheezy because... I'm sick of hearing the Jeffersons thing on every TV broadcast. We're going to hear it 15, 16, 20 more times this season. So uh, that's 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 going to get old real quick. But Joe Wieskamp with a great game. Uh, Connor McCaffrey, a, a decent game. You know, Didn't do much, but 1-7 you know, from the floor. Just three points, a, a nice three, but uh, was solid out there. Creener with seven points, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 2 of 2 from the field, 6 rebounds for Creener. Joe Toussaint, man, he had a rough start. A rough start. Had five turnovers tonight, but really was able to settle down. Really was able to kind of uh, to and the block he had. How about that block? Fantastic. Once I, I've said this, I said on the last Instant Reaction podcast that Rob Howe and I did after the loss at Penn State. I'll say it several more times this season. Once Joe Toussaint learns how to control himself a little bit, once he starts playing under control, once he develops a little more offense, he's going to be the type of player that we really, really like. Cordell Pemsel was shaky at first, but then came out. What a three! He shot a three and he made it. And it was, it was like, it was, it was pure, as somebody on Twitter said. It was a pure three. It was fantastic. Uh, he had a he had a decent game. Four assists, a couple of rebounds, five rebounds for Bakari Evelyn, who. Is just not offensively playing well. He's just not a factor in this offense right now, which is is difficult because this team needs more players to to be that. You have two guys in the twenties and nobody else in double figures. Uh, eight players played tonight for Fran McCaffrey. Zero points for Riley Till in uh, in just a couple of minutes. Speaking of Fran McCaffrey, got that early technical 
it seemed it was poorly timed. There's no doubt about it. The the uh, Maryland was going to the line for three, and McCaffrey gets heat up, so they get five straight free throws. Luckily, only hit three of those, uh, but it definitely seemed to fire up this team. Another early tech. He got one in Lincoln on Tuesday night. Uh, that didn't fire up the team quite as much, but but the one tonight seemed to work. Um, you don't want that to happen every game, though. Maryland. Uh, you know, Cowan Jr. Is a, is a good player, didn't shoot well tonight. Smith was was a force at times inside, uh, had 13 points. He was their leading scorer and the only Terp in double figures. And this is a good Maryland team, man. They they just uh, ha- had a nice win against Ohio State earlier this week. Um, you think they're going to be ranked in the top 10 coming into next week with a win tonight in Iowa City, a win that they could not get. Iowa, you like their chances of being ranked come Monday in the AP poll. Uh, they were the first team receiving votes just outside the top 25 this week. You lose at Nebraska. You lose. A, you have a bad loss to a bad team at Nebraska, but then you have a very good win against a good team at home. You like to think that that vaults Iowa back up into the rankings. Uh, and now Iowa gets a little bit of, a little bit of home cooking. They, they're on the road the next game at Northwestern, but then three straight home games. And this is just the third home game for Iowa since before Thanksgiving. It's kind of incredible when you, when you stop and think in six weeks almost, three home games for a, a Big Ten team in, in what most of it was non-conference play. Uh, obviously, two of those three games are, are conference games, the wins against Minnesota and Maryland. And you have to protect home court if you're going to do anything in this league, and especially if you're going to lose to teams like Nebraska on the road. This was a much needed win. I I stopped short of calling it a must win for Iowa, but a much much needed win especially if I was going to make a tournament, you know, do anything in the Big 10 this year. To to be able to to beat a team like that the way they beat them, you know, by by almost 20 points an 18 point victory could have been more than that with being shorthanded it's really impressive. It, it really is uh, an impressive win for the Hawkeyes. And again, a, a much needed win going into the weekend. Now you, you feel a lot better about this Iowa team. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun tonight. This is the first instant reaction I've ever done by myself. So, uh, you know, what I'm going to have to do is uh, give my buddy John Miller a call and kind of see what how he how he set himself up for these and kind of what his process was coming into these. Uh, but I'm just going to run through Twitter a little bit and kind of see... You know what what people are saying about this. Chris Williams from Cyclone Fanatic giving a tip of the cap to Iowa. Super impressed. Limited with injuries. Coming off a tough loss in a critical game. Made shots. Perhaps the best defensive game of the season for Fran McCaffrey's team. That That is true. Um, Trent Condon tweeted something about this being the second time under Fran McCaffrey. They, they held a, a third time, rather. In the Fran McCaffrey area, the Iowa has held a Big Ten opponent under 50 points. Just 49 for Maryland tonight. You need more of that aggressiveness from Wieskamp. Trent Condon tweets that, and he's exactly right. More of this from Wieskamp. He's never going to shoot as poorly as he did in Lincoln again. I, I truly believe that. I don't think we'll see another Wieskamp performance like we saw earlier this week. I hope we see a lot more like we saw tonight. Wieskamp and Garza combined for 47 points. Uh, the fewest points allowed by Iowa in a Big Ten game since Penn State in 2016. That's from... Uh, my guy Pat Vint over at Go Iowa Awesome. Some big picture stuff. Iowa improves to eleven and five on the season. There were people who didn't think this team would get eleven wins this year. 
to have 11 and 5 as we sit here on January 10th is is fantastic. 2 and 3 in the Big 10, so still behind the eight ball there, but again, you've lost three road games, you've won two home games. You hold serve at home and you're going to do okay in this conference. Uh, you catch a couple of teams on the road and this is a tournament team. I I still think this. I still think it's a tournament team. It's hard because without CJ Frederick we're going to need a lot more. Somebody else is going to have to step up. It's it can't just be the Wheezy. It can't just be the Wheeze Camp and Garza show every night with with no third option, with no no other offensive um, option or or weapon. Uh, somebody else is going to have to step up. It doesn't seem like that's going to be Bakari Evelyn. Uh, who is that going to be? I don't know. It, it certainly would have been C.J. Frederick. It certainly was. C.J. Frederick through the the first half of this season, that stress reaction in his foot seems like it's going to be keeping him out for a while. Still in a walking boot, we knew he wasn't going to play tonight, but when you hear Coach McCaffrey say things like, "Yeah, we may have to shut him down for the season. We'll we'll determine that later." Say things like, "It doesn't look good." Uh, th- those are red flags to me. If if Fran thought that C.J. was going to be back. Even in the next few weeks, I don't think he would be saying those things. Uh, at this point, I'd be surprised to see him uh, before the middle of February, and and even then, you know, maybe they just shut him down for the season. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, this is going to be a, an interesting season for the Hawkeyes. But man, how much fun has this been so far? Another big, big win tonight. You beat the 12th ranked Maryland Terrapins, 67 to 49. I, uh, I made a few notes as I was watching the game, so I just want to run through these real quick. Uh, as I said, the Fran T fired things up a little bit. It, it certainly seemed to. Uh, Iowa played a lot better after that. A 28-9 to run to end the half. Iowa was down 15-10, to and they were up 38-24 uh, to 24 at halftime. The Garza missed dunk. Oh. For all the highlights this guy has, and what what about that shot where his back was to the basket? It was, a, I think, a McCaffrey shot that you could call it a pass. It, it, it was a shot that, that missed everything. But Garza able to grab it, corral it, and then score from behind his back was incredible. But that missed dunk where he got sprited by the rim, is uh, that, that's going to be rough come, come tape time. Uh, the crowd seemed seemed decent despite the weather. I, th- I think a small crowd, but they were into it. They were fired up. That was fun. The Pemsel three was great. Maryland real bad from the free throw line. Real bad. That was uh, that was tough for them. Let's see what they finished. Eleven of twenty from the free throw line. It was worse than that to start the game. Iowa twelve of fourteen, and and Garza four of six. He needs to stay like that from the free throw line and make teams pay for for hacking him. Garza took a few too many jumpers in the second half. He settled a little bit. Uh, He can hit the three, but you don't want him taking too many of them, and you definitely don't want him taking those kind of long twos uh, from just inside the three-point line. But, again, that's that's a little nitpicky on a night where I will won by almost 20 against a, a ranked team at home. A big win. Enjoy the weekend. Go Hawks. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time.